0: summer is here and we're as busy as ever at the dsr network our podcast schedule has expanded to include the dsr daily brief dsr foreign policy dsr politics the dsr spy show words matter foreign office with michael weiss next in foreign policy and the secret life of cookies to celebrate our expansion we're bringing you this special offer through the month of june membership is 50 percent off Members receive an ad-free listening experience, bonus content across all of our podcasts, an evening newsletter, an invitation to join the DSR Slack community, and more. To take advantage of this offer, visit thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and enter code DSRexpands, all one word. That's thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and code DSRexpands. Thank you for your support. It's June 28, 2023, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Chris Kotnor. Our top stories from international outlets this morning Belarusian President Lukashenko claimed that Yevgeny Prigozhin, the chief of the Wagner Group, was present in Belarus. Private jet belonging to Prigozhin had reportedly landed at a military airstrip near Minsk on Tuesday morning. Earlier Tuesday, Lukashenko said Belarus could benefit from the presence of the Wagner troops on its territory. They will tell us about the weapons, which work well, which didn't, and tactics and weapons and how to attack, how to defend, the Belarusian leader said, according to Belta. During the same statement, President Lukashenko also claimed that Russian President Putin wanted to wipe out Prigozhin during a mutiny attempt. I suggested to Putin not to rush. Come on, I said. Let's talk with Prigozhin with his commanders. To which he told me, listen, Sasha, it's useless. He doesn't even pick up the phone. He doesn't want to talk to anyone. Putin used the same Russian verb in 1999 about Chechen militants vowing to wipe out them out in the shithouse, remarks that became a widely quoted emblem of his severe persona. The U.S. Supreme Court rejected a novel legislative theory related to election challenges. The court's 6-3 ruling Tuesday drove a stake through the most extreme version of the so-called independent state legislature theory, which holds that legislatures have absolute power in setting the rules of federal elections and cannot be second-guessed by state courts. That decision cheered voting rights groups. The court found that state courts still must act within ordinary bounds when reviewing laws governing federal elections. That gives another set of tools for those who lose election lawsuits in state courts to try to persuade federal judges to overturn those rulings. According to U.S. officials, a senior Russian general had knowledge of rebellion plans made by a mercenary chief who was affiliated with the Wagner Group. The officials said they are trying to learn if General Sergei Surovikin, the former top Russian commander in Ukraine, helped plan Mr. Prigozhin's actions last weekend, which posed the most dramatic threat to President Putin in his 23 years in power. General Surovikin is a respected military leader who helped shore up defenses across the battle lines after Ukraine's counteroffensive last year, analysts say. He was replaced as the top commander in January, but retained influence in running war operations and remains popular among the troops. Elsewhere, NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg, has said the Western military alliance is ready to defend itself against any threat posed by the move of Russia's Wagner mercenary force to Belarus amid fears the relocation of the private army could create instability for NATO's Eastern European members. Wagner boss Yevgeny Prigozhin was reported to have arrived in Belarus on Tuesday under a deal negotiated by Belarusian President Alexander Lukashenko, which narrowly prevented the mercenaries from marching on Moscow on Saturday after the private army mutinied against Russia's military leaders. NATO Stoltenberg said it was too early to say what the Wagner presence in Belarus could mean for NATO allies, but that the military alliance would protect every ally, every inch of NATO territory against threats from either Moscow or Minsk. In Paris, There was widespread anger following the fatal shooting of a teenager during a traffic stop by the police. Protests and unrest erupted in the Paris region overnight after police shot dead a 17-year-old who failed to stop when ordered to by traffic police. Video circulating on social media shows a police officer pointing a gun at the driver of a car before a gunshot is heard. The car then crashes to a stop. The officer accused of shooting him has been detained on homicide charges. The shooting triggered a series of protests on Tuesday night in Nanterre, the area just west of Paris, where the teenager was killed. Some 31 people were arrested following the disorder. More than 51 million people in South Korea awoke on Wednesday to find themselves a year or two younger, at least according to the law. South Korea made a change to its age counting system, abolishing the use of Korean age. The previous system was distinct from the internationally used age calculation method. Under the current system which has its roots in China, babies are considered a year old on the day they're born with a year added every January 1st. The adoption of the international system makes South Koreans effectively younger overnight aligning their age calculation with global standards. Standardizing ages will reduce various social confusions and disputes, said Lee Wong-ku, the Minister of Government Legislation, at a news briefing on Monday. The law, passed by South Korea's parliament last December, is also expected to greatly reduce social costs that have been unnecessary due to the mixed use of age standards, Lee said, adding, this has been a major pledge by President Yoon Suk-yul, who took office last May. In lighter news, in a significant development for the entertainment industry, Ryan Seacrest has been chosen to replace Pat Sajak, the longtime host of the popular game show Wheel of Fortune. Seacrest secured the position over other contenders, including Vanna White and Maggie Sajak. On Tuesday, he reacted to his new job. I'm truly humbled to be stepping into the footsteps of the legendary Pat Sajak. I can say, along with the rest of America, that it's been a privilege and pure joy to watch Pat and Vanna on our television screens for an unprecedented 40 years, making us smile every night and feel right at home with them. Pat, I love the way you've always celebrated the contestants and made viewers at home feel at ease. I look forward to learning everything I can from you during this transition. He added, Many people probably don't know this, but one of my first jobs was hosting a little game show called Click for Merv Griffin 25 years ago, so this is truly a full circle moment for me, and I'm grateful to Sony for the opportunity. I can't wait to continue the tradition of spinning the wheel and working alongside the great Vanna White. If you have a strange but true story that you'd like to share, please email us at podcasts at the dsrnetwork.com. The story should come from a reputable news source and be verifiable. If we use the story, we'll include a shout out to the person who sent it. That's all the news I have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at the DSRnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief. If you'd like more in-depth analysis of these issues, along with our sources for today's episode, be sure to follow the links in the show notes and tune in to our sister podcasts on the DSR Network. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief.